0: Welcome to the Lifting and Living Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Barrett. Uh, I'll start off by saying that I'm very new to podcasting and I don't know anything about audio. And uh, I'm also just now realizing how hard it is to do something like this when you absolutely cannot stand listening to your own voice being played back to you. So uh, bear with me. Uh, I may really step this up, depending on what level of interest I find there is for it. Uh, first, I'll start off with uh, a little background on myself, um, and kind of the idea here for the show. Um, and and basically, you know, the, the idea, so to start off, um, the idea for the show is we'll talk about all things lifting and all things life. uh Myself, uh, several of my friends, you know, some other people that I know will have on the show at some point, um, we, we enjoy talking about both things, you know, uh, powerlifting, but also we end up talking a lot about, you know, family stuff, relationships, uh, kids, uh, you know, kind of the, the whole gamut, a lot of discussion about mental health, which is something that's uh, particularly important to me Um, but a whole lot about powerlifting, deep, deep detail. Um, I'll give you a little background information on myself. Uh, I grew up in Southeastern Kentucky. Um, parents were divorced, uh, both remarried, both had two kids. So I've got two half brothers, two half sisters. Uh, I went to a private Catholic school through the eighth grade where I received an excellent education, um, and then switched over to a public high school where I had an opportunity for a little bit better ed- education than I got, but by the time I was in high school, really uh, had lost interest. Um, I was a multi-sport athlete, but primarily football. That was really my, my passion. I also did track and field, uh, through the shot put in the discus, I did powerlift in high school. Uh, Our entire football team did, and it wasn't really our primary focus. We were really training for football, but we did squat bench and deadlift. Now I know very much not to a powerlifting standard, and the meets that we did in high school were to a very low standard too. And actually, uh, I only ever participated in a push-pull meet. And in these push-pull meets, believe it or not, Jefferson deadlifts were very popular and were allowed. Uh, I know the people in Massonomics would uh, get a kick out of that. Um, uh, To many people's surprise, I also cheerleaded. Uh, We, uh, you know, me and several of my friends on the football team that probably would have done just as well as basketball. In fact, I was probably more talented as a basketball player than football. We're we're constantly kind of being recruited, you know, come play basketball in the football off season. And and I always just saw it as a distraction. As soon as the season was over, I was preparing for the next season. uh, And track and powerlifting didn't really pull away from that, but we actually went and uh, joined the cheerleaders for a game kind of as a joke to the basketball coach, you know, like, hey, we'd rather cheerlead than play on your team. Well, uh, that quickly turned serious because we went, uh, you know, to gymnastics with the girls and, uh, you know, if you know what cheerleading is, this may be of, you know, significance to you, but, or if you know anything about the details of it. But, uh, you know, the first day at gymnastics, me and a couple of my buddies, you know, we were football players, we were pretty explosive. Uh, We just instantly got the toss to hands the first day. And so, uh, especially in Southeastern Kentucky, there were no male cheerleaders. And so going to a competition or something and you've got a couple of guys doing stunts, it makes a really big difference, especially if we were, you know, you know, doing like a basket toss with a girl and we could throw them up to the second level in a gym. So um, we actually got pretty serious about it for a while. Um, I actually had some, some scholarship offers for it. And uh, at the time I just thought, oh gosh, I don't want to be a college cheerleader. But uh, looking back, I think, man, maybe that was a good opportunity. Um, from, from high school, uh, I went to college for a little bit. Pretty quickly figured out, you know, I just was not ready for it. Um, so, got out of there and uh, went into the Army. And, of course, I tested really well on the ASVAB and, and pretty much got my pick of what I wanted to do. Uh, but the only reason that I ever joined in the first place was, you know, the Iraq and Afghanistan were both pretty heated at the time, and I wanted to get up, go over there and get in the middle of that. So I did. I joined the infantry. Um, ended up at 101st, 1st Brigade, uh, 1327, and stayed there for my uh, four-year enlistment. Uh, that's all I ever planned on being in. Uh, enjoyed a a lot of it and you know some parts I wasn't so crazy about but uh I'm definitely better for it don't regret it also don't regret getting out you know a lot of people do and I feel like that you know stems from maybe missing some of the camaraderie but man I see so many people struggle when they get out they just don't have a plan and that's what puts a lot of people in the army too um but for me, I uh, from there went on to college for engineering. Um, did really well because at this point in time I was super focused, ready for school, and I was going to school for something that I was excited about, passionate about. So I uh, went to Austin P here in Clarksville, Tennessee. Then I started an internship. In the company I started my internship with and you know, soon after that hired me full time as a manufacturing engineer. Uh, A little bit more time passed and I became the manufacturing engineering manager. Um, And then sometime after that, I ended up also taking over the maintenance department there and the tool and die department. So at this point, uh, my job title is engineering technical manager, uh, which essentially means that all the technical staff report to me. Uh, And I really enjoy where I work Really enjoy the job that I do. Um, I'm one of a few people that I've ever known that can say that, so I'm really uh, lucky to be in that situation, I guess. But I did put myself in that situation, so you know, maybe call it a little of both. And uh, at the time I got out of the Army in about 2012, uh, I you know, was just kind of going through some stuff mentally, not in a good place. Uh, I basically just said, you know, I'm just done doing physical activity. Uh, I I had a, a knee injury towards the end of my time in the Army. And, you know, in short, you know, if you've been in the Army and especially in the infantry that they just don't really care uh you go get you know a profile or something because you're actually hurt, and they just want to wind it up and throw it away and say, "Yeah, whatever we don't care. you know, you took last week off, aren't you good now so uh kind of burned me on the whole p t thing I was done, so I had a lot going on too, you know going to college and with two young children. One of them, you know, on the way when I got out of the army and and the other one, uh, nearly two years old. So, uh, became very sedentary until about 2017. So about five years there, I was just on the couch. Uh, at that point, my dad and my brother started getting into the gym and uh, they came out to visit me. And they're like, Hey, let's go to the gym together. I had just recently gotten a gym membership, uh, you know, like, New Year's resolution type thing in 2017 in like January. I'd been like twice. Uh, they came to visit me in about April. They'd been going pretty steady. And I thought for a second, you know, my my nearly 50 year old dad and my brother that's 10 years younger than me that I outweigh by a solid 100 pounds, you know, like, oh my gosh, these guys are gonna be stronger than me if I don't do something. So I started going from that point, you know, um, gosh, maybe five, six days a week for a while. Um, couple months until I pretty quickly uh, realized that with my competitive nature the thing that was going to keep me in the gym was doing something competitive and it just obviously it was going to be powerlifting. Um, Gosh what it would take to get me back doing the Olympic lifts I don't know but I just absolutely do not have the mobility for it. I feel like the risk of injury is a lot higher at least it would be for me if I tried to do something like a snatch right now. Uh, so I started, you know, doing powerlifting style training. Uh, I started watching videos on YouTube. I started reading articles. Good Lord, I've read a lot of Elite FTS's articles. Gosh, I wanted to say the majority, but they have so many. It's untelling, you know, what small percentage. i probably just barely scratched the surface. But um, certainly everything Chad Wesley Smith has ever put out, I have read and watched podcasts, you name it. I've, I've sought out all the content and, uh, tried to learn as much about it as I could. Um, and then since then, uh, here a couple of weeks ago and in, in December of this year, I completed my fifth meet. So, uh, you know, a lot's happened in between, but ultimately, um, when I got back into the gym, you know, I was looking for, for a change for myself, for my health, and powerlifting has been the way that I've been able to maintain that. Unfortunately, when you decide to compete in powerlifting and you really wanna push some big numbers, health does go to the wayside. You do take some health risks. You do a lot of things that are unhealthy. But for me, still, I am much healthier than when I started, even even with all that in consideration. So it's definitely been a good thing for me. Um, A lot of diet changes, a lot of body composition changes, and all that stuff that I'll probably discuss at some point in another episode. That's a little bit about me, a little bit about at least the direction that I'm starting the podcast with. And uh, hope to talk to you again soon.